What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. Want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Before we get into the show tonight, we actually have a great show for you. Um, before we get into the show tonight, let's bring up our sponsors. Shout out to Fiverr. Go to Fiverr.com. We also have links up on the Dad Feeling Podcast page. Uh, go to Fiverr.com. Click on that link on our page and you will be able to go to get whatever you need for marketing, promotion, animation, comic strips, movies, whatever you want to do. They have it for you there. Go to Fiverr.com. Shout out to our other friends over at the Plugs. Earbuds, give me a call. We need to talk. But shout out to the Plugs. Go to www.getheplugs.com and... uh, Shout out to the Patreon. Go to that filling podcast at patreon.com slash that filling podcast. We have a plethora of new stuff, new tiers. Our $10 tier has a loyalty rewards program attached to it. Go sign up today. We have a lot of different stuff going. Fun fact, we also have a comic strip coming to you guys. I will announce that uh, shortly what the name of that comic strip is going to be but we're working right now to bring you guys a new comic strip this will be patreon exclusive um so make sure you guys subscribe so you can get this new comic strip that we're bringing to you guys eventually that is going to evolve into a animated cartoon so please support the brand Go to patreon.com slash podcast. Shout out to the band camp. We got brand new music coming. Uh, just stay tuned because there's the end of the year is going to be nuts. So datfillin.bandcamp.com. Go there. Subscribe to the brand. And I'm rocking some merch tonight. Go to the Teespring. Spring.com. Search datfillin podcast. Make sure you cop some merch. It's hoodie season. All the brands will be coming out with some new hoodies. We also have uh, Rep Your Home, Your Hometown uh, designs coming out. So make sure y'all go to Teespring at spring.com. Search for that filling podcast. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight, um, I do want I do want to say that I myself, I, I neither identify as a Republican or a Democrat. I kind of meet myself in the middle. Uh, whatever plan sounds good to me is where I really lean. I, I really lean more Democrat than Republican on a lot of things. So I guess that makes me more of a, I guess, quote unquote, liberal. Uh, Frank D, the fabulous one, my co-host. What's up, man? What's up? Welcome back. Uh, you want to tell the people what you identify as, or you want to keep this a secret? I don't keep anything a secret. I identify as a Republican. That's that's what it is. All right. I'm a, so I, I go more con, I go more conservative on things, and that's just I I have no shame in the game. That and we're friends, as you guys Absolutely. can see. <laughs> we're friends. We yeah. uh we have a we have a whole bunch of debates. Tonight's going to be one of these debates because the reason it took us so long to get on air, we were having this debate. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we were having this debate 
off 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 air. So I was like, hold on, we need to we need to really go live so we can get the full scope of this, um, and and the people can engage with it as well. So the midterms, man. Yeah, um, they happened. A lot of what people expected to happen kind of didn't happen, or it maybe it did, but just not to the expectations of of either party, really, because really there was this expected red wave, so to speak, uh, where you have a whole bunch of Republican seats flip and, you know, they gain control of the House and the Senate. This still looks likely. We still have a couple of uh, of races that haven't been called. They're too close to call. But it appears that it's going to be likely that the House is going to be controlled by the Republicans and the Senate uh this one may be up for grabs i know they have the runoff uh with warnock and herschel walker i have thoughts on that race (laughs) we we have that runoff coming uh i think arizona and nevada are still too close to call at this point but it appears that they're going to be successful in flipping the two seats they need to get control of the senate that appears likely whether that happens or not it remains to be seen. So what are your thoughts right now on the midterms? I just think that, um, I mean, it wasn't a red wave. It wasn't a red tsunami um, as people thought it was going to be for for the party. And um, I mean, we had here in Texas, you know, we had our thing going on with uh, O'Rourke and uh, Abbott. Right. And I just I, I knew um, that, you know, O'Rourke wasn't going to was going to win this thing. You know, this was going to go was going to go Abbott. It was a long um, shot. It was, it was a, a long, long shot. shot. He's failed this twice. This is two times that he's failed. And I don't really think, honestly, that his heart was in it. I just think the dude did it for the money. And that's what it is. And I'm all for saying that basically, you know, People may not agree with Abbott, but they're damn sure not going to vote for O'Rourke. It's kind of a situation where people may not have agreed necessarily with Trump, but they're not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. So that's an interesting span. That's that's just what it what it was. You know what I mean? And I think when it comes down to um, the red wave and and what didn't happen and and just you know I think what it comes down to honestly is that. There was nothing said by the Republican Party that we have all these issues going on with inflation and we have the high gas prices and all this other stuff that's going down. I never heard anybody come out and say, well, what are you going to do differently than your Democratic counterpart? No one came out and said they had a plan. No one came out and said we have an agenda. Right. Just basically go, this guy is backed by President Trump and that's going to be the guy you're going to go for. And my that personal that's, opinion. That's interesting. My, yeah. my personal opinion. I think that we we have two Republican parties. We have the Republican Party that's currently there, and then you have the MAGA Republican Party. And I think that Trump is kind of a detriment right now to the to the process. Because I think the reason why. You know, Dr. Oz didn't win in in Pennsylvania 
is because there was no money put towards it. Fetterman may not be the best candidate, but Oz had the backing of Trump, but Oz didn't have the backing of McConnell. Because if you have these people that are aligned with Trump and in, in Trump's ideologies, McConnell doesn't have that support. So McConnell's not going to back these people. You know what I'm saying? He, so he distanced himself from Trump January 6th. Exactly. So, so I think I think what it comes down to is that you they need to just have a plan for 2024 and just go from there. But I just I me personally just feel like there was just we're gonna ride the momentum of the Trump train, but there's no agenda here on how to fix these situations. I'm all for having a debate with the Democratic counterparts to come up with with solutions that can fix these problems, not just boom, 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 nothing happens. Right. And well, that was there was at. a lot of that, and we talked about this off air too. There was a lot of that. Um, it was kind of like a hangover midterm, to mm-hmm. where you have you have the Republican Party fresh off the strength of Trump. In, in 2016, now it's 2022, and Trump's not around. He's been quiet, and now the you have to run off your strength. Like, what are your what is your plan? Like, and so it, so it, that affected the Democratic Party too, because you have these people who are anti-Trump and anti all of that MAGA stuff that won in uh, 2020. Now they have to bring these ideas to the table and nobody really brought ideas and solutions because yes, we have inflation. Um, abortion was a big ticket on, on a lot of states ballots. Um, nobody, nobody really brought plans and so forth. So to answer that question from that we have from uh, Willie, how do you guys feel about Uvalde voting Abbott based on what happened not too long ago? Most people thought that would flip. We, we just talked about this before. We, we talked started. about this. Yeah, we and talked about I, this before too. I, I said this months ago when when the Uvalde incident happened and O'Rourke went to the school or wherever they were at and, and interrupted Cruz and the police chief and Abbott and he put on that he pulled that stunt. I said right there, dude, you just you just that was it. Because number one. O'Rourke is a is a he's just he's a left wing extremist in all of his views. He's openly has come out and said, "I'm going to take your guns." Not I, I'm you know we want to have safer gun. No, I'm going to take your guns. I'm going to take your ARs and all of this. That's what his plan was. So even though this incident happened in Uvalde, you got to remember something. Uvalde is still part of Texas, so they're still going to bleed the Second Amendment. And nobody's going to infringe on the Second Amendment. You don't tread on me, right? So that's kind of that. where that's where it was. So he he blew it. It's what he did. I get, Even I with get all that. the people coming from California and all these other places where the politics are more favorable, liberally. I wouldn't say. Never, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that. Because, oh, look at Austin, bro. Look at the way Austin, Texas voted. No, I'm there. talking about California because oh, in California shit. you you still had some of these ideologies that you have here in Texas, like the gun rights, that's ever present in California. Of course, uh, especially in Kern. 
Yeah, especially in Kern County, where where yeah. we both came from. Like absolutely, though, that that ideology is is ever present. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's it's gonna be there no matter what. But do you think that the the and, and this is just hearing what you're saying and not being a Republican. Do you mm-hmm. think do you think that turned a lot of Republicans off him saying that? Or because if what if Beto would have came out and said, I want to have common sense gun reform that doesn't infringe on your Second Amendment rights? Would that would that have helped anything? Because no. obviously, obviously. And this is coming from a non-Republican point of view. Obviously, mm-hmm. the way the way the system is set up now, in the eyes mm-hmm. of someone who's not a part of the Republican Party, the way the system is set up now is you have more of these things happening, more more mass shootings, uh, and this stuff doesn't seem like it has an end to it. So, where does where does a non-republican person have to meet someone who's on that side where do we meet in the middle like where's the common ground to say you we could both get what we want people don't have to die and you keep your guns like where's that common ground well i mean like we talked about this months ago right here on no gaming scene basically i'm i'm all for the background checks or whatever and just make sure this person's able to carry but the problem is is that the the criminal element already has these firearms. So what is going to affect you or me, it's not going to affect them. Majority right. of the, the gun violence is happening from people who get these firearms. And there's just, I mean, look at what happened in Houston recently with takeoff. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's that's a situation there where that's not going to be a person that's going to follow a background check or do all this and do all that. This is a person that had a firearm illegally. This is, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. mass shootings and all this stuff. Yeah, these things. Look, this is nothing different, dude, or nothing new. This stuff has always happened. It's always happened. It's just when it gets on the forefront for an agenda, which is what it was this time around. For it, I mean, it happened at the right. I mean, it, it sucks to say it like this, but this Uvalde situation happened at the right time for O'Rourke. To, to use it for his political for leverage. Yeah. For leverage. To say, hey, this just happened. Abbott didn't do anything about it. What are we gonna do about it? But I think he went out he went after it the wrong way because everybody knows his previous statements about things. Just no, no right. different than everybody knows the previous statements of Hillary Clinton. And that's the reason why her ass wasn't elected. Because they already know what she is. Period. So I can I can I, I can agree with you on that. I, I'm like when, when it comes to common sense gun control, I I, I kind of think we're we're kind of the situation's out of control right now. Even if oh, yeah. it was to Definitely. enact this reform and do this and do that, this situation is out of control, and it's not going to be in control for a long time because too much has happened for you to all of a sudden now we want to gain control. The, the the police are powerless at anything now because of all the defunded police rhetoric that happened over you know over the last couple of years. They're soft on crime. That's one of the big things that Republicans ran on, I will say, was we need to get crime back under control because this is out of control. But Everybody a lot of these feels- a lot of these ticketed items 
a lot of these people that said they want to be tough on crime didn't get elected. So, well, and that and that just shows you right there that people. I've always been under the impression that people will go out and just vote Democratic because they don't want to vote Republican. They don't well, care what the that, issue is. A, they don't care what the issue is. That's the doing of the Republican Party, though. That's but they shot themselves in the foot. Let that. me tell you what. Let, let me tell you a good example of this. The good example is this California with the gas tax. You know, people went out there and voted for this shit and didn't know what they were voting for. Fucking thing yeah, people didn't know what they were about. voting for. <laughs> and they and, and they went and voted for it, and then they were complaining about the high ass gas gas prices. Well, you dumbasses voted for it. You you voted for it, and then it's voted like, for it again. Then voted for it again. It was on the ballot again. Exactly. And they voted for that shit again. Like, come exactly. on, bro. What, what yeah. are y'all doing? Like, my my whole thing is is that read about the issues that's going on, then make your determination. Don't just be like, okay, well. We're we're not going to vote Republican because the Republican Party is racist and all this other bunch of bullshit. Um, no, it's it's not like that at all. If if it was, then um, I wouldn't be part of the I wouldn't be part of the party. Everybody that comes along is it, everything I hear is oh well, you know the Republican Party is full of white supremacists and all that. Now then I look at my skin color. Where is the white? Okay. Supremacy? I, I, I will agree with you up especially to from a this. party that especially from a party that created the Ku Klux Klan. But that's a different story. I'm I'm gonna agree with you up until this point. Right? You had me up until this point. If that is true, why the fuck does Ron DeSantis get reelected? Because Ron DeSantis is on record, on record, saying this country was was not founded on stolen land, which we know it is, and slavery was not that bad of a thing, which we know it was. So how does a person like that get elected into office, get reelected into office, and just continue to do his job? Like, what do people see in that? Because that that is it's wrong, A. B. I'm not gonna say it's racist, but it's borderline. Well, just I mean, listen, it's racist, just like anybody out there that actually wants to go out and celebrate Thanksgiving. That's racist. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's very I true. So I don't, I don't celebrate that shit. So when it comes down to DeSantis, hey, that's Florida. I wouldn't expect anything different. That's fucking Florida. You know, do I do I agree with DeSantis? No, but do I do I do I think that DeSantis will be the front runner front runner for the Republican Party nomination for twenty twenty four? Absolutely, and that's where him and Trump are having issues right now because Trump knows this. Yeah, but we got to get out of this Trumpism, like if because the Trumpism the Trumpism is. Let me hold on a second. Hold on. Go ahead. The Trumpism, the Trumpism is it is it's the the sickness of the Democratic Party. Because it's the everybody, every everybody is Trump, Trump, Trump. I hear the Democrats talking more about Trump than the Republicans. Every other time I turn around, it's Trump, 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 Trump. That's, yeah, that's, but, that 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 motherfucker lives rent free. That motherfucker lives rent free in the in the in the Democrats, you know, party's head. You don't we hear the Republicans really talking about Trump. I, I haven't seen anything on there talking about Trump. I don't. I don't hear anybody talking about Trump. 
Except for Word? January 6th. Yeah, except for January 6th. Okay, I don't hear anybody talking about Trump. There's always some Democrat that's talking about Trump. A lot of these people's platforms were built on Trump. All A lot of the Republican Trump Party was built off Trump. The endorsement of Trump for the Republican Party. That's the difference between having an endorsement and then talking about this dude is this. That's this dude Trump. Is that. He ain't even because the president anymore. He's it don't matter anymore. because if the Democrats are shouting this, it's because the Republicans are bringing people in with this ideology. They're going to tie it to left. him. The ideology never left. Exactly. This is exactly what I'm telling you. But you know the why the ideology never, never left? left? You know why the ideology never left? It's because they keep pushing the shit every damn day. The damn day. Well, yeah, everybody's like, like pushing. In, in, a week, in a week, they're going to be talking about Trump again. Because he's going to, well, they talked about it today. He plans on announcing he's running next week. Right. And DeSantis is going to run too. So that's where you got a problem. Okay. I mean, but realistically, realistically, both candidates are, are horrible candidates. Realistically, if we can be really real about it, they're both horrible candidates. Like, what is your what is your plan? We know Trump's going to rule off chaos. We're not even saying preside. This motherfucker's going to rule off chaos. And... Pretty much, we're going to go right back to where we were in 2020. That's that's pretty much the outcome. But I think that's, that's what I'm saying. We sense. have to get away from that. We have to get away from that so we can get shit done. Like, well, that would be the same. Nothing's going to get done if the Democrats are shouting Trump, Trump, Trump. But y'all keep bringing motherfuckers in with these ideologies. Like, that's not helping either. It's well, not. That's that's where that's where DeSantis would, would, would come in. In, in that play, because while Trump is going to build, you know, quote unquote, on chaos, DeSantis is Trump light. He's Trump light, but he's smart. And That's then what there's I'm a problem. A there's person. a problem now because Trump was talking shit about DeSantis every day. So now, <laughs> now the people in Florida are like, "Hey, fuck you, Trump!" Because how, how dare you say this is about DeSantis? So now you got another, you know, divide, you know, situation going on here. So it's gonna be very, very interesting coming up what, what's gonna happen. But we got but but we gotta get we gotta get past this situation first, then we'll talk about 24. The situation okay. right now we have is you know uh Warnock and, and and Walker. Okay, that's that's you know that's one of the big races going on. And I, I don't know, I think I think Walker's gonna take it. No, no, because you have an independent in there that's taking the votes. The, the, well, he has it, it, exactly. It, it, well, exactly. See, that's where that once again, once again. You knew that this motherfucker had no choice or no chance to hell of winning, and they still voted for the bastard. Those votes could have went off to to Walker, and even if Walker doesn't, either win, one, either one, it could have went win. to anybody. Yeah, could have went to either win. one of these candidates. But and looking at that race, I said the same thing. I said I I, I thought about a show we did, and I, I urged people stop fucking voting independent because they're not gonna win. You have two parties with way too much money to for you to even have a chance. Bernie Sanders was the closest one we've seen to anybody. We learned this lesson with Ross Perot, but Bernie Sanders probably was the closest person to anybody to get within a few million votes of a presidency. So, or any type of major office, but 
come on, y'all, y'all got to do better. Well, I will say this, you know, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's right now it's too close to call, and there's going to be a runoff, you know, election, and uh, and the, what it's going to be is, is, is it going to if there's a special election, the thing is going to be can you drive these people? Can Walker with with Governor Kemp drive these people to the polls to to vote for him on the ticket? But I, think I don't in order know for him to do this. I think in order for him to do this, you got to He's he's got to distance himself away from Trump, and I don't think he's going to do that. Everybody does because if you look at the races, every candidate, every single candidate that Trump endorsed did not win. And that's that's a problem. I mean, you look at Pennsylvania with fucking Fetterman. How anybody can vote for Fetterman is just beyond me. But it's just yeah, basically, if, I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote Democratic regardless of the issues. That's pretty much where it comes down to. Nobody. I mean, that that's what it is. You, it does. People don't give a shit about the issues. They're just gonna vote Democratic. I, and I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you exactly the way I voted when I went and voted the other day. I knew the top races that were happening here in Texas, but the other ones I didn't know because you know I didn't I didn't I just knew that the governor's race and the attorney general and all that. Everybody who was on the ballot that was a Democrat or a Republican, I just picked them because it is what it is. I don't want to leave that. I did not not want to vote for a candidate, but I know I'm not going to vote for a Democrat because hmm. I don't see I don't I don't. I don't see eye to eye with Democrats on really anything unless there's something that we meet down the middle because the bottom line is that Democrats, you know, you lean more toward you, you, your situation is you are in the middle. You don't identify with either party, but you, you consider more, you're more liberal. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. No. So my voting, so there were quite a few Republican candidates and I did my research on everything. There were quite yeah. a few re- Republican candidates that, mm-hmm. like, for instance, crime, like I agreed with crime, yeah. infrastructure, um, mm-hmm. education, like a lot of these issues. I identify with a lot of Republicans that were on this ticket. So yeah. I voted for them. There yeah. were there were quite a few Democrats uh, that I identified with on the same issues, but in, in other offices that I voted for based on those things. So, um, and I also took a, uh, account into a person's stance on abortion because that was a big ticket and I, that was big so I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I took it, I took account into like pretty much everything. I and did that with a couple of people. Republicans. Yeah I, yeah, I went Republican some ways. I went yeah. Democrat some ways. And in one case, in only one case, I went I went Green Party because okay. they won the ticket. And well, they, they really presented some shit that I was interested in. Well, a couple of, a couple of days before the election, I get, I've been getting these flyers in the mail. And it's basically talking about the crime situation and all that. So I, I did do my research on a couple of these people, but the rest of them I just didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to go out there and just do my part <laughs> and just... You know, get on as I I just got off work, I give a shit. So I did my part. My 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 main thing was is that yeah, we can have these different people in the office, but the main one is gonna be the governor. Because the governor's gonna run the show here. That's pretty much where it's gonna go. So I need to get mm. the to get the gov the governor's race. So you put Abbott in there. Hey, listen, my thing is I think that Abbott has done a, a done a tremendous job with the border. 
even though he was out of bad hand. Because I'm all about people coming to this country, but my thing is come over here legally. Because there are people that spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to get legal citizenship here. And they're on the back burner, but yeah, somebody can just instantly just walk across the damn border. And that's a that's a problem. And and what follows is crime follows in these areas. Violence follows, you know, all types of different things happen. And that's where I think Abbott really resonated with the voters is he was really effective on 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 the immigration situation by busting a lot of these uh these illegal immigrants to democratic control states and cities is where he sent them. I I, I will give I you that and that. I will also give you I will also give you uh Beto didn't didn't say anything about that. So I will give say you anything that. about it. He didn't say anything about yeah. it. Be- Be- Beto Beto knew that he didn't have a chance in hell of winning this election. And I think it was all a money grab for him. All the people that donated to his cause, how much of that money did he actually put into the campaign? He knew he wasn't going to win. He knew he had no chance in hell. So I'll go ahead and try again. I would have thought Matthew McConaughey would have had a better shot in hell than Beta Rourke if he had a chose to, 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 to run. I don't like that simply because of the celebrity. Like, give me somebody, give me some, and I know he has roots in Texas, but give me somebody that's been here and been through the shit and, you know, held an office here and can speak to the everyday person now. So well, give me that. that person. Good luck with that. And I will, I will, I will give you a couple of, and this is from the top up because inflation was also a big ticket item um and a couple of republicans uh in the area here i voted for because they presented they presented valid arguments on how to deal with inflation you didn't get a lot of that from the democratic side because you the the plan was what's working in washington uh we just have to wait and see how that holds up like we know, we know inflation's hurting. We know in it, we know it hurts. Uh, but there's a plan in place, and let's see how that works out. That didn't really <clears throat> mesh well with me as a voter. So if you presented me a plan, a decent plan on how you plan to tackle inflation, I was gonna vote for you. And in those instances, I kind of swung Republican. So mm. I'll give you, you presented some valid points. What I want from going now forward um, from both parties is present plans. I don't care about the rhetoric anymore. And I think America's getting to that point where they're starting to care less about the rhetoric and more about what's going on in their lives. So give give me candidates that can speak to what's going on and how to tackle it. Instead of this person's a Trump guy, this person's anti-Trump, or this person's uh, we have we have this going, and I'm here to take this. Like I'm I'm kind of over that. You know what I mean? Like, give me plans. If you're not coming with solutions, then 
as a voter, you don't deserve my vote. I don't care what party you're from. If you're yeah. not giving me a solution, you don't deserve my vote. And that's kind of my my feeling on it as well. Um, and and I've and I've tried to I've tried to have these conversations with 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 people who are Democrats or swing the the liberal, you know, left wing way. And it's just like it's and a lot of you know, and, and you're you're not that way, but a lot of them are. It's like talking to a brick wall because they're going to feel the way they feel and they're going to think the way they think. And I'm going to think the way I think, and I'm going to feel the way I feel. And when you put those two together, nothing gets soft. And I think that's where a lot of the situation is right now. Um, that's going on in Washington. That's why there's so much uh, divisiveness between the two parties is because you have some people that are, are like you mentioned, the Trump ideology. People are stuck. People are stuck They're in stuck. limbo with, with, with stuff. But at the same time, you got people you have to remember Republican, Democrat, whatever, we're all getting fucked because right. yeah, it, 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, inflation is going to hurt you and inflation is going to hurt me. So, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, we can be on, on opposing sides politically, but at the same time, shit, we're all, we're all screwed. It doesn't matter who we, who you vote for. I mean, it, it, do I think Abbott's going to do anything? No, I'm being I'm being honest. I can be I can be real about it. I don't think he's going to do jack shit about anything. <laughs> but I'd rather have him in there because he's someone who has a political history, who's you know who who has you know been the governor here, than vote for this other guy here who I don't think has a heart, who 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 whose left wing I you know ideologies just does not resonate with me at all. Just don't. And I will say, as a as a as a Republican, one thing I will say that I think that Abbott needs to do, and these this shit needs to change. They need to, you know, uh, uh, abolish the whole thing with 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 marijuana here in Texas. I think that at this wow. point in twenty twenty two, we're still talking about marijuana and, and and trying to criminalize marijuana. I think it's ridiculous when you have so many more other dangerous you know drugs out there. You know the fentanyl and and all this other shit you got going on, and we're still talking about marijuana like this is the 1960s or something like that. This this evil thing that actually is here from the earth was made for me and you. <laughs> take advantage, man. You know, take advantage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm with you on that. This is where so this is where we, this is where we find common ground. Legalize that <laughs> so, weed. Yeah, so that, that's that, you know legalize marijuana, dude. That's I will I will say that I don't smoke. But I know people that do smoke. So, you know, legalize uh, legalize marijuana and, and stop trying to criminalize that shit. That's one thing I think they need to work on. I don't I smoke it because it's illegal. But the moment it's legal, I'm partaking. And more, yeah, the moment it's legal, you're going to be Bob Marley up in this moment. <laughs> so I think they need to work yeah. on that. It's just so, you got to fucking, you guys just change the times, bro. Like that, that thing there. And it's like if they were to legalize marijuana here in Texas, just think about the amount of revenue that would come to the state off of that. I think what's I think what's really killing that is Laredo. I think that's what's killing it. Because a lot of a lot of drug traffic happens through Laredo. And I don't I don't I don't know if they're sure that if they do legalize it, that it's gonna come in the right way. California still hasn't figured it out, and they legalize. I know, 
I know. <laughs> I know. Only one, only one that's actually, only ones that's actually figured this out correctly to do it correctly was Colorado. Colorado, Washington's doing really good on it too. Washington and Oregon, Oregon's doing pretty good on it. But Oregon's a drug state anyway. They just need some. But marijuana is not even a drug. Yeah, I know, but it's a plant. According to according to Texas, it's the most dangerous drug on the market. Yeah, because you know why? Because of fucking old ass, old head Republicans that need to get the fuck out so the new breed can come in and say, you know, we got more important things to worry about if somebody rolling a blunt. Legalize that weed, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's Keep just... my guns, give me weed. Shit. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. That. Maryland, Maryland passed, guy. Maryland passed, uh, made marijuana legal. Shout oh, out to Maryland. Yeah, I will give them that. That's that's good because they're they're rolling with the times. You know, stuck here, stuck stuck here like it's the 1960s and shit. That bad. Oh, what, what are you taking the marijuana pills? Hell you know, yeah. shit like that. Fuck all that, buddy. Like, I wonder my homie like, was celebrating yesterday. Shit. Congratulations, legalize the shit. Yeah, legalize the marijuana. Yeah, that's like damn near a third of the country. That's more than a third of the country. If I run for listen, let me tell you right now. If I ever run for politics one day, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that shit gets legalized here in Texas. And they be like, "Oh my god, he's like, well, he's he's a Republican. You damn right, because I believe somebody should be able to get faded when they want." You know, the bill for that shit being legal is at the Senate. They won't sign it, like federally. Well, there you go. But here's the thing. <laughs> Here, and, and that and that begs the question here. So that's so that bill's been at the Senate and they won't sign it, right? Well, who's mm-hmm. been controlling the Senate and the House this whole time? Mm. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, let's let's segue into some other shit. So on this day, I see clearly. I see clearly the Montreal screw job. <sighs> is it so is, is, is it still crying about it? So there were discussions today uh being had. And I'm gonna ask you this question. Yeah. Looking back on the Montreal screw job, who's more at fault? Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, or Vince McMahon? Vince. You think Vince. How so? Because Vince McMahon had an agreement with Bret Hart where Bret Hart had full creative control for the last 30 days of his contract. Vince McMahon didn't honor that agreement because he felt supposedly that Bret was going to take the belt to WCW, which Bret was never going to do. Vince was pitting Sean versus Brett. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vince, Vince McMahon in that situation was Tony Khan. Not being able to control the situation that's going on backstage. So right. it's all Vince's fault. That whole Montreal thing, that's all Vince. Vince did that. Where I have an issue with Brett is okay, the whole notion of I'm not going to lose in Canada, it's like, well, I'm Frank D, and damn it, I refuse to lose in Los Angeles. Hell no. That's stupid. 
you do business. You do the business on the way out. That's just how it goes. It doesn't matter if you don't like Shawn Michaels or the heat was this. At the end of the day, this is all scripted entertainment. You do the job on the way out. That's just, you do the job. So they're all at fault. Shawn Michaels is at fault for being an asshole. Bret Hart is at <laughs> fault for, for taking it too real. And then Vince McMahon was at fault for not controlling the situation and letting it get out of control. That's what I believe. The Montreal screw job could have been easily avoided if Vince had taken control and says, this is what we're going to do and honored Brett's creative control. If they would have came to some sort of an agreement, because in my opinion, when, when he didn't honor the creative control in Brett's contract, Vince McMahon breached the contract. So that's it. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to say Vince. Yeah, I'm going to say Vince to a fault because, and I know what was going on through Vince's head. He just had Medusa, not too long before this, show up on Monday Night Raw with the Women's Championship and dumping it in the trash on live TV. So you meant Monday Nitro. Monday Nitro, sorry. Monday Nitro. She showed up on Monday Nitro, dumped the belt in the trash on live TV. And I know it made him feel away. I know it did. Here's your top guy who's supposed to relinquish his belt and pass the torch to a new top guy in Shawn Michaels. They don't like each other. This is evident. Brett comes to you and says, I'd rather do this the next night, not in Montreal. I'd rather do this on Raw. So plan out a finish. Go to the finish. I'll relinquish the belt on Monday Night Raw. Vince hears this knowing that this is his last day and is like, he could show up. He could not show up. He could show up on Monday Nitro. For all I know, it's his last day. I have to do something. I have to get this belt off this man. Because hes I, I have a feeling he's not going to do this the right way. I have to get the belt off of him. See, I, I, I totally disagree with that. Because Why? look at Vince. Vince got Brett and the Bulldog and all these guys because Vince had acquired Stampede from from Stu. Mm -hmm. Did never 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 paid Sue for money for it though. That came out. Brett said that Vince never paid Sue money for it, but either way, he acquired Stampede from Stu. There's a relationship there. Vince Bret Hart looked at Vince like a father. So he was never going to take that belt to WCW. There would be no point in doing mm -hmm. that. Brett was a traditionalist in that respect. He respected the business. So he was never going to take that belt down there. I think Vince is full of shit. That was all a sham, just like his marriage to Linda was a sham. <laughs> We're going deep. We're going deep. We're going I, I'm deep. not going deep. I saw the picture every day of the restaurant. <laughs> 
was like, oh shit. Look at it's like look this attitude there events sitting in the restaurant. Like yeah. looking at Sarah this woman right in the eye. Like I'm I'm just the way he was looking at her. I'm gonna rip those clothes off you later tonight. That's how he was looking at her. <laughs> oh shit. So you think it's a sham? Yeah. I still think he's out loud. <laughs> They're all at fault. They're all at fault. Yeah, maybe they all are. They are. Brett took it too real. Brett, Brett just Brett took it too seriously. It's at, at the end of the day, it's like you gotta do business. Is he at fault for not breaking kayfabe? He did break kayfabe. <laughs> he did break it. Once it happened. As soon What's as the Montreal incident happened, he went to a newspaper and did an interview saying that Sean Michaels never really beat him. <laughs> so that's breaking kayfabe. It's like all those other times that Sean, that Brett won the belt, those were real. But this one, this one time he, he lost to Sean, it, it, no. So he did break kayfabe. Was it, was it really breaking kayfabe? I think he went extreme on the kayfabe. He this went, man he never beat me. Smith never beat me. They cheated. They stole my title. Well, I mean, it's breaking. It's it's, it's breaking kayfabe <laughs> in the sense of you're you're dropping the the illusion here. Of, of yeah, what's, you of broke what's, of, what's, of what's going on here. Like yeah. you're exposing the business. Yeah, you know all you those other all. titles I won. I'm I'm Brett Ham at heart, and I I legitimately beat them. But this one time, no. Uh, Sean Hickenbottom, you know, uh, you know, Michael Hickenbottom actually, you know, he didn't win. I, you know, it's just, I mean, hey, it's, it's a, it's a relationship between a man and his boss, man. And, you know, unfortunate. Now, the ramifications of that shit. The ramifications was, was was simply this. We got we got the best fucking era in wrestling ever. Well, the ramifications, yeah. The ramification was we got <laughs> the evil, the evil Mr. McMahon character. And WCW had Bret Hart handed to them handed to them on a silver platter. And they didn't know what they to do. They fumbled that bag. They, they fumbled, fumbled that bag. Big big time. Big time. Brett didn't do they anything. And, there, and, and there's a uh, there's a YouTube channel that I follow and support. Uh, it's called Wrestling Bios. And uh, there's a show he does called Reliving the War, which is basically taking a look at Raw and Nitro week after week and seeing which show was better, which was the best. And at this point, you're about to see, because they're they're in 1998 now, you're about to see the tide change because we're at we're we're one week away in this series. We're one week away from WrestleMania 14, so you know mm. shit's about to start turning in in a minute. Oh yeah, WCW is about to start getting their ass handed to them, and I'm like, all of this they just they they screwed Brett. So I mean, I mean, Brett talks about being screwed by Vince. WCW screwed Brett big time. No lube. No lube, not even giving no lube, no kiss, not even giving no, no interaction. Exactly, you just, they just in the nothing. door, in the door. That's it. <laughs> the way his shit it's ended, disappointing, tragic, 
and it's and it's and it's crazy because you know they were they were and and all it was was you know they were going he was going for this right here this is what it was this mm-hmm. this is what it was and Vince said that Brett was going to take this belt to WCW and drop it in the trash bullshit bullshit <laughs> bullshit let's just say be honest about it. You had signed Brett to a 20-year contract or whatever the fuck it was, and you said you couldn't pay him anymore. And I got to get rid of this guy. And that's just what it was. Vince was going into a whole other direction. Vince was going to a whole other direction. Brett didn't agree with the direction. And and, and that's pretty much what happened. I don't agree with it, but that's what it was. Now, Hmm. we put put this in perspective of, of modern day of what's going on right now. The victim of the, the latest screw job was Austin Theory. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Is he being buried? Oh fuck yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You cannot tell me that that when when has when have you ever seen someone win the money in the bank briefcase and say, I'm going to cash that in for the US championship? Never the in the history of never, never, and never, <laughs> no. never in the history of never. That's what that. I heard. No one heard has was... ever cashed that in for a secondary title, right? So, what I heard was is that Triple H is not very high on Austin Theory, he was not high on Austin Theory when Austin was in NXT as part of the way. So that was Vince's project, and he needed to get that briefcase off of him, so he shut that shit down. Mm. That's that's the word going around. So he does not see anything in Austin Theory. You know, I had a theory. That's crazy. You blew blew that one out of the water. So I'm thinking Austin Theory is, is the Triple H to Triple H's Vince McMahon. You buried my guys. I'm going to fucking bury gonna, you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I am going project. to demolish you. Looking Day back, one. Look, looking back, look, look at the situation. Looking back at, at SummerSlam. Okay. When we're going to SummerSlam, Austin Theory was teasing, cashing in on Roman Reigns. Now, you. Cashed in on Seth Rollins for the U.S. Championship. Oh, and by the way, and you I don't lose. Know if you notice, and you lose. And I don't know if you noticed or not, but they did a double turn on Monday with yeah, Seth it. Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I saw. So it. that Lashley's was a smart better. move. Yeah, Lashley's better as a heel. Yeah, Lashley's yeah. better as a heel. That that actually happened at Crown Jewel. Which time? Let's take a sidebar real quick because okay. I feel like this needs to be talked about. Logan Paul versus fucking Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. Haven't seen it yet. Was you need to watch that match. And this is keep in mind, I don't like Logan Paul. I am not a fan of Logan Paul, but you need to watch that match. That was a fucking banger. And I came out of this match. With two opinions. One, Logan Paul is a good wrestler. Like, really good wrestler. He he went in there. 
He hit his spots. He told a story along with Roman Reigns. He he held his own. Um, the only part of that match I did not like is when Jake Paul came out. And I was like, eh, this is too much. But other than that, phenomenal match. I urge you to watch this match. Well, two. Here, yeah, go ahead. My second opinion. Yeah. Roman Reigns is probably the most selfless wrestler I have ever seen. For him to go out there and have that type of match, he was really giving in this match. Like he let he 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 let he let Logan get his shit in. And for a guy that's had three matches in the WWE, like I don't see anybody else having that kind of trust in anybody. I don't care what their skill level is. Three matches in the WWE, you wrestle Roman Reigns for the title, and it ends up being a, a really phenomenal match. That speaks volumes of Roman Reigns. I came out of that match with a shit like I. I already had a shit ton of respect for Roman Reigns, but after that match, my respect level is through the roof for Roman Reigns. Like, I want to see him succeed. Well, Roman is business. Yeah. Roman is, Roman is going to do business. He doesn't give a shit if it's Saudi Arabia. He don't give a shit if it's, you know, Tokyo, Japan. He's going to do business. Um. And with, with, with Logan Paul, I mean, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul either, or his brother. Um, but I will say, if they were if they were going to try to do something with Roman or, or uh, the Usos versus the Paul, you know, brothers, that would that, that would generate money, a lot of money. Yeah, it would. It would not going to happen because dude messed up his knee, like tore yeah. shit up in his knee, so he's going to be yeah. out for a minute. Yeah, he is at least a year, at yeah. least a year. So, so that's going to be the end of that. Um, and I'll tell you one thing I do like, um, I, I really like the, um, you know, I was really critical of him at first, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually really starting to write the judgment day. Yeah, me too. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Dom. Dom is like, I'm Not starting so to, Dom. no, Not I'm so actually, Dom. I'm actually starting I'm, to dig Dom. Like, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I see I'm, where this is going. I'm more, I'm more inclined, uh. I'm I'm really high on Priest. I, I've been a fan of Priest. Yeah, I'm I'm really high. On, I, the dude has his every time he comes out there, he's got his Scott Hall thing going on, which I think is is fucking it's awesome. dope. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah, I mean, dope. Priest is Priest is good. I mean, Finn Bauer. I mean, what can you, Finn Bauer is, is the man. So what can you say about that? Um, Perfect um, guy to come in and lead that faction too. I didn't yeah. like it at first, but I didn't like it at first. Didn't didn't like it, yeah. but it kind of fits now. Um, they make the House of Black look like shit. I'm just being honest. So this is the time for the House of Black to kind of kind of regroup, re, re, yeah. redo it. Why Abaddon is not being used in AW is beyond me. When that's the closest thing you have to Bray Wyatt, don't understand that at all. Don't don't get that. Uh, I'm actually this is digging. a dead horse. I don't want to kick anymore. Yeah. I'm I'm digging Jeff Jarrett at AEW. I think that was a smart move. Love the love the love love yeah. that move. The last outlaw that I'm I'm digging it. I enjoy Jeff's work leading up to the last, Rick Flair's last match. So I'm glad he's there, and I think he will bring some structure to AEW. The guy used to run CNA, 
And they brought him in with Jay Lethal. Yeah. And Sanjay that Dutt. was a great move. Yeah. That was a great move. Yeah. yeah. So uh that's that's a great move there. Um still kind of in the, on the fence with the MJF being a babyface. Um I haven't watched like, Dynamite yet, but I'm yeah, I'm hoping this is a real I haven't watched it haven't watched it yet either. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it, to be honest. Uh unless something significant happens there. Um but I mean so far, so far so good. Um they're trying different things. Um, WWE's trying different things. I'm really enjoying Bray Wyatt. Yes. That's yes. that that shit there is is that's some good shit he's on there. Dude's basically having an and running an angle with himself. And I, yes. I think it's brilliant. So who if you can pull that off, you are the fucking man. And he's pulling right. it off. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So I'm digging that. So, I'm di- I'm digging. I'm just I'm just I'm overall I'm digging it. I just wish when it comes to WWE they would turn the Thunderdome off. You know what? Sound. I was I was listening to the radio this morning and uh, yeah. they had a they had a caller call in that was at Monday Night Raw, and he said he said you know throughout the show like you could you could hear, but he was like. When they went to commercial break, they were allowed to do different shit. And it just led to when they came back, like you could tell they were coming back from commercial break and it just felt flat. And he was like, yeah, you could hear like the pumped in noise a little bit. But he was like, when when they went to commercial and they were allowed to do their things, like it woke the crowd up because the chief complaint about, I guess, last night was that the crowd was dead at certain spots, but he was like, it, it, that's not the case because at certain points, like they were alive. It's just, it didn't translate well on TV. And I was like, yeah, they probably had the Thunderdome with that too. So. Yeah. Especially when the judgment day comes out that they're not, you can tell that the, the, the noise you're hearing is not, you know, it's not the real sound. It's genuine crowd. noise. it's, It's artificially put in there. And it just comes off like I don't like it. I just I wish they would would drop that. There's no need for that. If the segment is good, then you don't have to have that. You don't have to rely on that. And that's one thing I don't. I mean, they just if they would get rid of that Thunderdome shit, I'll be like, okay, this is perfect. What do you think about Nikki Cross dropping uh supposedly trying to? She had the twenty four seven belt and she meant to throw it in the trash and she missed it. I think that was done purposely. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that purposely. Yeah. You, you were supposed to put it in the trash. I mean, nobody's telling you to go, you know, shoot a jump shot or something. You're walking right past the trash. Can I ever do is just toss the belt in the trash? And she missed it. <laughs> and Bailey saw hey, this and Bailey wanted to not break. So <laughs> and she broke. But yeah. What do you think so, about we got we got war games coming up too? Mm-hmm. So I think at War Games we're gonna see the return of Sasha Banks and Naomi. High possibility. High possibility. High possibility. It is Survivor Series. They just put, they put them back in the intro for the for the shows. Yeah, no. I mean, it is it is Survivor Series, bro. Like, if you're not gonna debut anybody, which I don't think they are then that's a perfect opportunity to bring them back. 
Right. So. I don't so, know. We, we shall we shall see. But I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they do with the war games and the main roster. What the teams are going to be. Um, are we going to see the bloodline versus another team? Is it going to be the OC versus the Judgment Day? Not sure where they're going with. I'm not not sure. I don't. I don't think. I don't even think Roman's going to work Survivor Series. I don't see why he would. He doesn't have anybody to really feud with right now. Right. That's where, yeah, because apparently the plan was they were going to have, you know, KO and, and Sami Zayn doing something, but that's been put on hold for right now. Yeah. Sami is fucking on fire right now. You know, so. he, he is. He, he actually won me over, so I'll tell you something. <laughs> Bro, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, that damn segment. Yeah. Did you see it? I, I <laughs> when did. they were trying to hold, man. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that shit like five times, and Same each with time I'm like, I'm like, just laughing at everybody trying to not break, and they're all doing a horrible job. Right. It was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, just and they actually trademarked Uzi. So they actually have That's a T-shirt that says that shit. Yeah, they actually have a T-shirt that 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 uh that says that. Um, yeah, feeling a little oozy. <laughs> but now nah, he's like he's when when it finally happens and and uh, and Zayn versus Roman Reigns, it's gonna be a big oh. deal. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. So 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 I believe that at the Royal Rumble this year coming up, I believe we're gonna see the return of The Rock. I think the Rock's gonna be at the Rumble to start the match with Roman Reigns. But I was listening the other day, so there's a problem right now with this match, right? So the Rock is kind of like the Rock doesn't have a problem doing, I guess, doing the job to to Roman. But the issue they're having is, is that the Rock needs to be really protected because of his movies because it was it was the way the way it was said was is that he he's gonna have a movie coming out with uh superman so be black anniversary superman supposedly henry cavill is gonna come back reprise the role as superman he already did if you've seen black adam so the rock is basically saying that if he loses clean at roman at wrestlemania that could affect his box office because people will be like, well, The Rock lost to Roman Reigns. Why the fuck am I going to go watch him in a Superman movie? So Well, that solution's easy. Bring every Samoan you know and say Roman's the fucking chief and beat the shit out of The Rock. They could do that, but that's kind of where that's kind of where the problem is right now. And apparently um, The Rock and Triple H... Like, the only people that knew about this was Roman, uh, Vince, and Bruce Pritchard. So, Bruce Pritchard is basically relaying his information to Triple H about what the plan was going to be for The Rock. Oh, Lord, that's going to go south. And Triple H has basically publicly stated to The Rock, call him. Because I guess The Rock isn't really calling Triple H. 
And I'm not sure what's going on with that. I don't know if, if The Rock just doesn't want to deal with Triple H. He wants to deal with Vince. Not sure what's going on there. I don't know, but I mean, that solution is simple. That's a simple fix. Y'all just need to have a conversation. Well, Triple H is telling Rock to call him. You know, call call Tyrone. Well, call Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Call Triple H. Exactly. You know, he's I'll take the phone call. And I and I and I make a prediction right here. I'll make a prediction right now. Next summer, summer of 2023, we're gonna see the summer of punk in the WWE. That could happen. I'm predicting right now. Real quick. Yep. Section 127, right? Because I, I can't look at my tickets right now. Section 127 or 124? For what? Royal Rumble. Uh, Let me see. One second here. I know it's 120-something. You're putting me on the spot here live. <laughs> it's like fucking say like say this. I, I, uh, listen, I need to, I need to, I need to go in here. I need, I need camera access. Mac, aka your boy, if you're still coming, I'm gonna need you to scoop up some Roy Rumble tickets. We and are in, we are in section one oh four. One oh four. Road 27, right? Road 27. Yeah, Road 27. Yeah. All right. So, Mac, get these damn tickets because we we going to be in here. All right? And I'm going to lose my everlasting mind if The Rock comes out in the Royal Rumble. So that also this also leads to another interesting thing. So yeah, if Rock does show up at Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. what's the plan with the championships then? Ah, yes. so I saw a, I saw a report that said they had a plan to get the belts off of Roman. They have a plan. See, there's see, there's a plan, and there's a plan. See, there's a plan with if if see. So they have a plan. And one of the plans is, is that if they don't do the one-on-one match with The Rock and Roman, their plan is is to have Jay Uso team with The Rock against Jimmy and Roman Reigns, in which Jay would then turn on The Rock. So there's plans here. There's plans of who's going to dethrone um dethrone the rock or not i'm sorry dethrone roman belts plan probably is cody Rhodes. which if if that's what's spinning in my head right now so if we get to the rumble cody enters the rumble cody wins the rumble right but that just leaves the wrestlemania plan in place like how are they gonna how are they gonna pull this shit off well, it would be Roman if, if so so Rock and Roman would obviously headline WrestleMania night two. Right. So have Roman work two consecutive days is what you're saying. No, no, 
if Roman was to say lose the championship um, before the b- before the Rumble um, or somewhere on the road to WrestleMania, but I don't know how that would work. I, yeah. I'm not sure right now because you gotta you, you you can have Cody come out there, but then it's like okay. You have Cody come out there and, and win the Rumble, but then where do you put the Rock? Like, how do you justify that? Right, exactly. That's, yeah, so that, I get what you're saying because, like, where where does the Rock come into this situation? And like you said, do you have Roman work two nights? You had him headline wrestling the first time in history. Roman Reigns headlines two nights of WrestleMania. Both nights of WrestleMania. I think they could do that, but I think that would be too much. Well, his schedule has been lighter, so I think he he'd be better working both nights. I think Rock versus Roman should be night two. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar should be night one. Mm, I like that idea. Or Cody versus Bray Wyatt. I think you gotta eventually put Wyatt back into the title picture as well. So I would say I would say if reasons. that's the plan, drop the belts to Bray, because Bray can Bray can carry that. Well, the this is where they this is where they really mess themselves up. They mess themselves up by having Roman be the double champion. Right, that's where they screwed it up because you you're you are basically your creative just you just the creative you don't have anything for that because like you can't build around this. Right, so that's why they gotta take one of those belts off Roman. Like, even if it's just basically saying, "Okay, we're gonna take this cat here." Roman's gonna defend the WWE Championship at least, and have right. him drop it to somebody. If you do right. that, then then you can still have Roman as Universal Champion versus The Rock. That's night two, but night one, and they can put this out at the Royal Rumble. Guaranteed, the person who wins the Royal Rumble gets a WWE championship match at WrestleMania night one, whoever the champion may be. Something like that. I like it. I like it. Yeah. But it's just got to get the damn belts off Roman. Yeah. Most definitely. All right, man. Final thoughts. What you got? Final thoughts is that if the rock comes out at the Royal Rumble here at the Alamo Dome, we're going to get funky like a monkey in public. All right. Oh, so I'm, I'm, buying, that I'm, I'm going. I'm going to the bar, right? And I'm going to buy a champagne bottle if they have it, and we will pop it in celebration. A touch of the bubble. I mean, the whole bottle. Uh, a bit, a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of bubbly. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're gonna be doing. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going. I'm, I'm actually. I'm going to AEW Dynamite. Uh, next Me month, too. Uh, Me on too. Twenty first here in San Antonio. I'm going on the. Actually, I'm going to Ring of Honor uh, on the 10th. Yeah. And then I'm going to catch that dynamite. Copy that. Well, I'm going to bring a sign to the show and it's going to say, I wish I was at SmackDown. I'm going to bring a sign to the show that says, No Gimmicks Podcast. You go right ahead and do that. (laughs) No Gimmicks Podcast. Exactly. There ain't no gimmicks around here. So I think that this has been a it's been a, it's been a really good show tonight. We yes. talked politics. We talked about why Vince screwed Brett. 
<laughs> we talked about you know just all the ongoing shenanigans of sports entertainment, and, and we'll do the same thing next week. Same no gimmicks time. Same no gimmicks channel in public. The only show where you can have a Republican and uh, somewhat of a Democrat agree on a multitude of topics. Right. There you go, America. You're welcome. Exactly. <laughs> Bunch of chabrones. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you got nothing else, man, I got nothing else. No, the only thing I got is the, you know, the obvious. To help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or fucking neutered. And stop having your damn pets, um, you know, out and about, you know, in the heat. If it's if it's hot to you, then it's hot to them, you bunch of jackasses. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Halloween ends. What was what, what? Listen, it was a good Corey Cunningham movie. Just not a good Halloween movie, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm clipping this, and I'm gonna put this on the web. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our clip for promotion. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys y'all have a good evening take care of each other peace